This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Hello, bonjour, falcher, guten tag, whatever the word, hola, that's Spanish. Konnichiwa. Welcome to What Would You Do If We're a Worldwide Podcast. A Worldwide? What do you mean? Well, you've checked our stats and 50% of the listenership for this podcast is based in Canada. So does that make us worldwide if it's basically three countries that people listen to us in? Well, it's more than the country that the podcast is produced in, so we'll take it that it's worldwide. Okay, cool. So today, to celebrate 50% of our listeners being in Canada... Now, 50% of four is two, so hello to the two of you there. I have got a fun game for us, okay? I'm just going to skip over the fact that you're underselling us. (laughs) So it's two truths and a lie. Original. But all about Canada. Oh. So you have to guess which one is the lie. Okay, are you ready? I'm in. I'm into this. One. There's a UFO landing pad in Canada. (laughs) Okay. Two. Male Canadian beavers bite off their testicles when hunters are near. (laughs) Apt for the podcast coming up. And three. There is a place in Canada where people race their bathtubs as part of an annual aquatic tradition. So one of those is a lie. Yes. I don't think it's the bathtubs. Why? It just seems like it's not something that you could make up. Okay. Um, so it's UFO or beavers. Now, the Canadians I don't think are as crazy to have a UFO land in sight. But then the beavers... Did the beavers really do that to themselves? I'm going to go for the beavers. The beavers is the lie. Yeah. I got it. I'm so sad. Why? Because that was on an official like top 10 myths of Canada list. So Why? I don't know. So I didn't even come up with that myself. Like that's a thing that people believe in Canada. <laughs> It's apparently thought that they bite them off because the hunters are looking for the oil in their testicles. And so when the beavers bite them off, then the hunters will leave them alone. <laughs> God. What even is this? Well, this is what would you do if? This is What Would You Do If? The podcast to answer all of your what would you do if questions. So this week's What Would You Do If question is quite a scary one. Not like a boo, ah, a ghost scary. More of a moral dilemma, something that you don't want to happen to you scary. What would you do if you caught your partner cheating? Okay, so Callum, I want to know, who do you think in our relationship is more likely to cheat? You can't, you can't spring that (laughs) upon me. Two minutes into the podcast and nearly three years into our relationship. I'd like to say that neither of us would be likely to cheat because there's a 0% chance I'm not going to cheat on you. So I need you to clarify to me right now, are you going to cheat on me? Well, obviously not. Like, where am I going to meet someone? (laughs) Well, you can't at the minute. Um, (laughs) So this is going to be a rocky one. I can already feel it now. Let's put it out there. The unthinkable happens and, well, let's rewind a little bit. There's different forms of cheating. I would say, well, different forms of finding out you're cheating. You walk into someone doing the deed. Not ideal. Doing the deed. (laughs) That's how I know you're not going to cheat on me. (laughs) You see me with someone else maybe on a date in town. 
or you go through my phone and you see something on there. But Three how, different instances. But how do I know it's a date? How do I not know that you're just having a friendly lunch with someone? Well, you could be suspicious of me meeting this person for romantic relations. I don't know. When I was younger, there was always the thing of men and women can't be friends. Mm. But that was back when pretty much everyone was assumed to be straight. So I don't know how that works anymore. Like, <laughs> if I saw you out on lunch with a male friend, am I now going to assume that you're on a date still? Oh, who knows? Yeah. You could be suspicious of me. But what would you do if I cheated on you anyway? Like, I'm not an angry person. You, you very rarely see me lose my temper, see me lose my cool. And I don't think I'd be that kind of person if I caught you cheating. I think I'd be one of those kind of get out, just go. Because it's not one of those things... I don't see how it's easily forgivable. We're watching Desperate Housewives at the minute and there's a a couple on there where the husband has been cheating on the wife and she's been like, ah, yeah, I'll take you back. I don't see how that can happen. But when you're together for so long, would you not be afraid of, oh God, how do I start again? How do I find another relationship? How do I do first dates? Like, you are useless at our first dates. Yeah, and... I'd have to take that risk because I don't see how you can continue when you say that you're going to be loyal to this person and then you break probably what is rule number one for me. I was actually seeing on TikTok yesterday, there was a bit of talk about cheating and they said, I was on psychology TikTok. And oh, they said Not that- the cat TikTok that I'm on. <laughs> I just get cat videos left, right and centre. And the general theory that was coming through was if you are a man and you cheat, it's usually because something is physically lacking in your relationship. But if you're a woman and you cheat, it's usually to do with an emotional connection being like being distant from your partner yeah. and there not being emotional intimacy there. I'd hate to see what else is on your TikTok if that's what comes up for fun for you. <laughs> so let's flip the situation what would you do if you saw me cheating on you i think i would be one of those people who would absolutely obsess over the situation i would want all of the details i want to know like who you were with what happened even if it was like really hurtful to hear all these things i'd want to know everything so i could think about it for days on end and then figure out what i'm going to do that wouldn't be great for you obviously you get closure through that but also you'd be so obsessive yeah but you don't want to leave anything to the imagination because what you imagine could be worse so at least if you have all of the information you can process it and move on whereas with you where you're like oh just to tell you get out then like what are you going to do with that where do you move on from there that's a very good point I, I think you, for me, you'd just try and put it in the back of your mind and move on. But you, you, you would move on, but you'd want all the details to move on before you could move on. Yeah, it's not even necessarily move on from the relationship. It would just be figuring out what do I want moving on to be. Is it going to be stay in the relationship and work through it, or is it going to be break up instantly, or give it a little bit of time before seeing? If I want to stay there, you know? Who's saying as well that the other person would not be telling the truth? You said you want all the details. I could be like X, Y, and Z, X, Y, and Z, but I could just be making all of it up. 
I think that's actually quite common um, just to kind of give enough information that it makes you sound bad but still be <laughs> redeemable <laughs> makes you sound bad well it's like a serial killer going into the police and being like yes I killed one person you caught me and then the police come back to them like a week later and they're like wait did you kill multiple of people <laughs> and they just give as much information as they can without telling all of the other horrible things that they did i'd like to just bring up the point that i hope this never happens to us i trust you with my whole heart but especially because we're living together in your mom's house i don't know what i do because i've just said oh i pack my bags and go i don't know where i'd go i can't really go just to the spare room because one it's the door it's the room next door and two we end up seeing each other every day and that'd just be a bit weird but what would you do if you yourself cheated would you tell me <laughs> not straight away <laughs> wait how long are you leaving it <laughs> why are you waiting a week a month a year a lot of people enjoy cheating or again i can't use this from experience but people cheat and you see them really excited about it because it's something new and something secretive in their life they thrive off the dirty little secret so as soon as you tell someone about the little secret does the whole point of it just become useless so are you telling me if you cheat no because i'm not gonna cheat (laughs) but no i probably wouldn't that's nice would you i don't know how long would you leave it I don't know. You like, can't just go turn around and be like, after six months, oh yeah, by the way, for the last six months I've been seeing someone else as well as living with you. You know, I've thought about this a lot whenever I see Niall Horan on the TV. I go, would I cheat on Callum with Niall Horan? And I've got a whole comedy set and everything about this. <laughs> Not that anyone's gotten to see it because I wrote it during lockdown and there's been no place to do it. But I think, like, with Niall Horan... He seems like a lovely guy. And the answer has to be no. But then I look at the Jonas Brothers, right? (laughs) And it used to be, well, obviously you would cheat with a Jonas Brother and tell nobody. And then it's just like, oh my God, I was with a Jonas Brother. Nobody knows. Amazing. But now they're all grown up. And if Joe Jonas asked me out, I have to be like, well, he's a father. He's a husband. I'd end up scolding him and telling him to get his life together. (laughs) And then I would just be so sad because I almost got with Jonas Rudder. And obviously it's terrible to cheat as a Jonas Rudder. I wouldn't be too upset if you left me for Niall Horn. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's nice to know. So we could still be friends. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He'll forever be the one that took you away from me, but also... It's Niall Horn. Stick around because in under a minute, you're going to find out what you should do if you catch a partner cheating. First, let's tell you about the Headstuff Plus community, which is where for five euro a month, you can support up to three shows, but you get bonus content from all of the shows across the Headstuff podcast network. There's so much great stuff on there. We've got bonus stuff. There's extra episodes of other podcasts. You can catch the whole Headstuff podcast network on there. Just go to headstuffpodcast.com where you can find our podcast and so many others like Fascinated. I'm Gerard Farrelly and I'm the host of Fascinated. Have you ever wondered about the pop bands you liked as a teenager? 
What went on behind the scenes? We had played this like grand prank. It sounds terrible, but I'm just so relieved it's over. And then they had this like great idea of getting another girl in who looked like Heavenly. What did they do afterwards? And all of a sudden you're like, that's the end of that. It was all blowing up and it all kind of just unraveled. And I thought it would last forever and it didn't. Check out Fascinated with me, Gerald Farley on the Headstuff Podcast Network. So I'm looking forward to this. What should you do if you catch your partner cheating? I'm expecting murder them isn't going to be on the list. One of the first things I have down is do not freak out or kill them. <laughs> no, honestly, that's what a lot of people do. Well, I can imagine because... Again, I'm always using TV for this sort of example, but you see someone being outed as being a cheater or a cheaty, and you just see stuff flying everywhere, and like, I'm gonna kill you! Fight, 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 fight! I actually did a lot of reading into stories about couples who have killed each other because of cheating. Oh my god. And my favourite story is, in 2002, there was a couple in Texas... And their names were Clara and David Harris and they owned a chain of orthodontist offices. So they were like really successful people, right? Yeah. So they're the type of people you think would have their lives together. But your man David started having an affair with the receptionist. Of course. In one of the orthodontist places. And he started flaunting it. And he told Clara, the wife, that the receptionist was thinner than her, was hotter. So then she tried to lose weight and hired a private investigator while she was losing weight, trying to like find out more about the relationship, win back the husband. She found out the hotel that your man and the girlfriend were going to, right? Yeah. She turns up at the hotel and she sees them in the reception area. Oh, no. So she confronts him and then it ends up going crazy, okay? Your woman ends up, like, attacking the girlfriend. Security come over, kick her out of the hotel. She goes back to her car, and your man's daughter is also in the car, who I think he had with another woman. She's a teenager. They're both sitting in the car, and then the couple walk out of the hotel. Your woman goes flying forward in the car, knocks him down, kills him dead. In the car? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. With his daughter in the car with him. Oh, my word. Yeah, so he was dead at the scene, and that was it. People be crazy. And you know what? He died on the scene, and on Valentine's Day in 2003, it would have been their 10-year marriage anniversary. Yeah. And she was sentenced to 20 years in prison. That's very bittersweet, isn't it? Hmm. And probably bittersweet isn't the word. Yeah. Well... There you go. So don't kill someone. Don't kill. And, and I can't stress this enough. Don't kill. So yeah, don't kill anyone. There is no excuse for violence. But what you should do is try and stay calm and get some information. So this is what you were saying. Try and get as much out of them whilst you can. Yeah. So you need to find out from your partner what happened. Like say if they say, I cheated on you, but let's work through it. You need more information to know did they cheat a multiple of times? Was it once off with a stranger or was it with a colleague, close friend? Did it go on for weeks, months, years? And why did they cheat? Was it something they felt was missing from the relationship or was there something else going on? You need some information so that you know what you're dealing with and you know how to work through it. Yeah. Then you should also try and assess their attitude to cheating because you don't want someone who kind of just brushes it away and it's like, yeah, I cheated on you, but it's grand. You know, we all make mistakes. It's almost a little bit braggadocious. 
isn't it? Being like, oh, yeah, I did this. Look at me. Ha, 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 ha. And you were just there festering at home thinking that I was playing golf. But actually, I was with three different women. Yeah, like, could you imagine if you're at home washing their clothes and their underwear and then they're just out cheating on you and you're trying to do this nice thing? Like, there's nothing I appreciate more in life than my underwear being washed for me. Because that's the one thing you need every day. Yeah. And... I do that for you all the time. I know, that's why you're a fantastic boyfriend and I won't even leave you for Joe Jonas. <laughs> but, um, could you imagine if you're there trying really hard in your relationship and then the other person is going out doing this and thinks nothing of it. The next thing you want to do is think about getting counselling, whether yeah. it's going to be couples counselling or if you want to have solo sessions to work through it yourself. It'll help just to talk to someone who's impartial in the situation, get it all out, and then they can help you process the emotions rather than having it building up for months or years on end. And I'd say if they were married, then that would eventually end up in divorce if things don't come to conclusion. Yeah, you often hear about people who they get cheated on in a relationship and then it can be years later when they actually start to feel okay. Yeah. Um, but if you go to counselling or you go to therapy, then it'll help you work through that quicker and be able to actually feel like, okay, it wasn't my fault, I don't have to blame myself and it'll put you in a better mindset for when you do eventually go into another relationship, assuming you've broken up. Where do you stand on say i cheated and i was like okay you got me i cheated i still want to be together you can cheat if you want to make the playing field even it just seems a bit weird yeah i don't think i would like that because if someone cheats on you you still love them if you're going to stay in the relationship so why would you want to go off and do the same thing to them because you're supposed to still love this person so by going off and finding someone else to cheat on to level the playing field then you're just proving that you don't care as much about them as you are making out it also gives the original cheater still a sort of one-uppance because they're almost saying i give you my blessing to cheat on me where they were the first ones to cheat and the person number two didn't have any say in it yeah and what happens if you end up liking the person you cheat with more than the person you're with then. It's a horrible web of cheating, isn't it? Yeah, so just don't do it. Stay in the first away. Place. This is your warning, Callum. Okay, I won't. One thing that sticks in my mind about cheating, and I'm referring back to Friends. Now, I've never consciously sat down to watch an episode of Friends. It's just, I'm not being hipster, I just don't enjoy it. That's actually a part of your personality. Yes. I don't know how many times I've heard you say, I've never really watched Friends, and I sit down and I put it on when we're eating dinner, yeah. and you're like, I'm not really watching it, no. I don't really watch Friends, and then you end up watching it. I'm like, it's a great show! It's part of me that I'm proud to say that I am an anti-Friends person. This whole, we were on a break thing, that's, I know, I know that line, we were on a break! What's that all about? That's got to do with cheating. So, Rachel and Ross. Okay, that's David Schwimmer and Jennifer Aniston. Aniston. They were in a relationship. Yes, Ross and Rachel. I know that. Rachel said, I think we need a break. Okay, so they weren't married or anything. They were just... No, they were just... They're the same as you and me. Yeah. It's like me turning around to you and saying... I think we need a break. They were in the middle of a fight and then she went, let's take a break. And Ross was like, okay, yeah, let's get food. And then she was like, no, I need a break from the relationship. Yeah. 
So Ross goes out to a club. He ends up meeting the girl. He sleeps with her. Yeah, so Rachel comes back and she's like, oh yeah, we're still together, whatever. And we're just on a break. And then Ross is like, well, I slept with someone else. And Rachel's like, you cheated on me. But Ross is like, we were on a break. And she was like, yeah, but we weren't broken up. And this is where it gets muddy. Yes. Interesting. Yeah. Did I explain that enough that you understand? Yes, I understand that. So who was right and who was wrong? Oh, don't do that, because I'm sure that there's still, to this day, essays written about who was right and who was wrong on this. Whole dissertations. I could say that there's people doing this now for uni assignments and college assignments. I, I, I can't... I, I can't say. Because I'll need to watch the footage. Okay, we'll do that tonight, then. That'll be a bonus episode. Callum watches that episode of Friends, and then I will present my reaction on that on Wednesday on Headstuff Plus. Fantastic. I do, That was a great idea in the podcast that we didn't even think about until recording the podcast. Well, there you go. And that's what you should do if your partner cheats on you. So there you go. I hope you're not in a situation where you've come to this podcast because you found out that your partner is cheating and you've searched help my partner is cheating and this has come up on Google. But if you are in that situation, then just know if you break up with them, you might have a lot of fun times ahead. <laughs> Your partner sounds terrible. <laughs> what a depressing way to end the podcast. Well, it just sounds a bit fun, doesn't it? Like, you get to get rid of this weight off your shoulders, off of your life, and just go out there and find a new person. There you go. Go out, find a new person. But please don't go out and find a new podcast. Why don't you go and leave us a review and make us feel happier about ourselves? Because that's what we need. That's a great seg. <laughs> you can get us wherever you get your podcast, but you know that already because you've already got us from wherever you get your podcast. Just give us five stars, leave us a review, be nice to us, and we'll be nice to you back. We should just stop talking and let them get on with their lives. Okay, bye. Bye. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com.